0: In Luke chapter 12, verse 49, Jesus said to his disciples, I came to send fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. Jesus came in the world to bring fire and division. But before that can occur, he had another baptism to be baptized with. I'm going to discuss this and much more on today's episode of The Glowing Coals podcast. Hi, I'm James, and welcome to the first official episode of the Glowing Coals podcast. Today, I'm going to discuss the baptism of fire. I read an article that gave me the idea for the name of this podcast. The article discussed how in biblical times people would use an ember, also called a hot coal, to kindle or rekindle a fire. I did a search on the word fire in the Bible, which led me to chapter 12 of the book of Luke. In that chapter, Jesus instructed his disciples on how they should live their lives by seeking the kingdom of God first. He warned them that the Son of Man would come back at an hour they did not expect and how they should be ready and living when he returned. Jesus then said that he came to bring fire on the earth and how He wished it were already kindled. But before that can occur, he had to suffer a baptism first and that baptism was the cross. But Jesus didn't only suffer on the cross, but every day knowing that he would have to take upon himself the wrath of God against the sins of the world. But let's back up a bit. What exactly is this fire that Jesus speaks of? I then searched for the word coal and ended up in chapter 6 of the book of Isaiah. Let's read the verses together beginning in verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings, with two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. He said, Go. So what's going on here? To summarize, after King Uzziah died, Isaiah had a vision of the Lord sitting on a throne in heaven. A seraphim cried to another seraphim of the Lord's holiness, and how the earth was full of his glory the cry was so loud that the posts of the door were shaken and the house was filled with smoke upon seeing and hearing this isaiah was suddenly aware of his utter sinfulness but after confessing his uncleanliness out loud his sins were purged by one of the seraphim with a hot coal so i asked myself why a hot coal why did they use that to cleanse isaiah's sin Is this the same fire that Jesus refers to when he speaks of kindling the earth? As you can see, by the grace of God, Isaiah's sins were removed, and now he was made ready for the service to the Lord. Notice how Isaiah was eager to go and serve after the Lord had removed his guilt. So let's head back over to the New Testament, to the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 11. Here John the Baptist says to his followers, I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Notice the two types of baptism, the Holy Spirit and fire. God's Spirit baptizes those who believe in Jesus into the body of Christ. But what about this baptism of fire? Some say the Holy Spirit uses this fire to purify those who accept Christ. Others say that the fire is a future judgment on those who reject Christ. Could the fire represent both? Can the same fire that consumes all those who reject Christ also purify Christians and set them ablaze for His service? Regarding the fire that purifies us, and ignites us for his service, isn't this what the Lord commissioned Isaiah to do after his sins were removed when touched by the live coal? Let's see what Jesus had to say in Luke chapter 12, beginning in verse 49. I came to send fire on the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all but rather division. For from now on, five in one house will be divided, three against two, and two against three. A father will be divided against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. As you can see, just as the fire divides us by purifying Christians and consuming those prepared for judgment, the cross divides mankind into two following groups now and for all eternity for there are those who are saved and those that are lost those that will receive eternal life and those that will receive eternal damnation my focus with this podcast is to convince you that jesus is the christ and that he suffered on the cross for your sins the very sins that separate you from god it's my prayer that this fire will be used to purify you and prepare you for his service but sadly the scriptures clearly state that not all will be saved. One way or another, every human that has ever lived will experience this fire. And for all those who are purified by this fire in Christ, let's move forward in that service to which we were called. Let's use the glowing coals to kindle a fire in each other and to work diligently for his kingdom until his return and snatch from the fire unbelievers believers destined to destruction as Jude says in his epistle in chapter 1, Verse 23. And to all those who are listening today who do not know Christ, my prayer is that you will turn from your sins and believe on the Lord Jesus and be saved. His death on the cross and resurrection provides the only way to the Father, the only way to heaven. He has removed our sins, He has paid our debt. Jesus has conquered sin and death and now sits at the right hand side of the Father to intercede on our behalf. Salvation and eternal life is a gift, but you must reach out and receive that gift. And when you do, God will rescue you from the kingdom of darkness and transfer you into the kingdom of his Son, now and for all eternity. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God willing, God bless. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please tell others about this podcast by rating us and leaving a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other platforms. If you are watching on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. And don't forget to click the bell for future notifications. All scripture is quoted from the New King James Version, New International Version, and English Standard Version.